Welcome back guys to 11 o'clock with Yuven and Jihan. The podcast where we talk about life, death and everything in between. Today we have a, a special episode uh, with regards to a very special month. And no, it is not Techtober. We'll have a we, we, we would want to have a whole other episode for that but we just feel like there's too many YouTubers online already doing it and we have, Yuven and I have already had a tech episode yeah we somewhere did, we did tech timber at the end of last month the tech timber tech talk techtober what's next tech vember tech december technuary technuary <laughs> when the world finally hits a level of globalization and uh, technology has taken over the world and we live in a world of ai then all the months will change into technuary yeah. techruary ag the idea yes. tech technuary murti What? No. No. What? No. No. Arnold Murthy. Arnold Murthy. Yeah. Just to, just to, just to feel you guys in you were and I are trying to figure out a name for our friends uh, Ruthi and Kavi's future children. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, we've uh, segued to a whole other portion of life. We'll get back to the Halloween episode Q sound effects. <laughs> That was really bad. Yeah. Now I see why you wanted to use actual sound effects in a yeah. podcast. Don't worry, dude. <laughs> we will do it. I will find the clip and then maybe we'll just add it there. Okay, so you and I don't really uh, have much experience with Halloween. I think you and I have only went for one Halloween event which was in Sunway Lagoon. Yeah. Nights of Fright. Exactly. It's right? Nights of Fright 2018. 2018, yeah. yeah. And that was in Sunway Lagoon and it was really fun there. It was a haunted house and yeah, it, it was a good time and we had good memories there. We made good memories there. Exactly. <laughs> like we went there and I bumped into all of my friends from BAC. Like Asha, Brenda, Adira and everybody was there. And Lina was with us. Oh my God, it was a good time. But yes, so today's episode is Halloween themed and G and I wanted to discuss Uh, Halloween in depth, like we wanted to keep it broad, but as well just go about seeing, you know, we started looking up and we found some pretty interesting information that we think you should know. So, <laughs> here it goes. I mean, granted, this is the kind of information that you will never need in life, that you will never use, which is why it is the best kind of information. Um, Without exactly. further ado, <laughs> let go. So, you were going to do a brief Google uh, history of Halloween search. Yeah. Did you, did you find anything fascinating? I did. Uh, it's actually so sad because the first thing I did was um, I searched how is Halloween celebrated in Malaysia and like one of the top results was that um, there's this uh, council that has banned Halloween in Malaysia that is declaring, not they didn't ban it, they are declaring Halloween as haram. The National Fatwa Council decides in 2015 that you know what, We're going to make a Halloween uh, haram thing because it is a Christian event celebrating the death of Islam. And... <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what it like, is. Like the Christians and nothing better to do. Exactly. And the funny thing is that it's not even about that anymore. We no longer celebrate Halloween for what it was celebrated as. We'll get into that in a bit. But, you know, now we celebrate Halloween not as a religious observance, but rather... a festive to to just uh, indulge in the in the mystery of the dead and the joy of the horror and the thrill of everything 
but that being said right yeah i don't see uh, much or uh, many celebrations of halloween being uh, being conducted in malaysia i mean there are like small small parties and uh, things like sanwe lagoon when there are certain certain mncs and certain uh, corporates they host certain uh, halloween events yeah. but apart from that you don't actually see uh, decorated houses or uh, people uh, children going trick or treating yeah you know yeah that's the, it you're right because uh, i remember my cousin coming and telling me once that in halloween in the uk uh when he was when when he was there to study is that the you know the uh, the street lights that they have that they have the led led street signs mm-hmm. and the led street signs had had like a prank saying that do not exit on this highway because uh, they saw something and that was posted on the this one on that on halloween night telling people not to exit onto that road because they saw a mysterious object crossing the road <laughs> i mean isn't that kind of a hazard <laughs> But still, though, like the fact that you know everybody comes together to celebrate this festive, it's. <sighs> Why do you say festive and not festival? I have no idea. Fest- festive is an adjective. Like that day was very festive, but like we say, Deepavali is a festival, not Deepavali is a festive. I have no idea why I said festive, but yeah, yeah, yeah festival. <laughs> I think Yuvan just uh, wanted to sound intellectual for like a second. Oh please. Everything. He doesn't have to try. Yuvan is a very smart person. <laughs> Learn from him every day. Anyway, instead of searching for the history of Halloween like he was supposed to, uh I did the right thing oh, and please. I found some, some articles. So <laughs> So this is on history.com, okay? And uh, we don't know how true this is, but this is just on the website that I read and Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain S A M H A I N pronounced Sowin Sowin the Celts Celts Sowin but he says Samhain <laughs> it's spelled Samhain but it's pronounced Sowin <laughs> the Celts that lived 2000 years ago mostly in the area that is now Ireland the UK and northern France celebrated their new year on november the 1st this day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark cold winter a time of year that was often associated with human death celts believed that on the night before the new year the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred on the night of the of october 31st they celebrated sowin when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to earth wow in in addition to causing trouble and damaging crops celts thought that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for the druids or celtic priests to make predictions about the future for a f- for a people entirely dependent on the volatile natural world these prophecies were an important source of comfort during the long dark winter so to commemorate the event the druids which are the priests built huge sacred sacred bonfires where people gathered to burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the celtic deities and during the celebration the celts wore costumes typically consisting of animal heads and skins and attempted wow. to tell each other <laughs> fortunes wow that is insane so we we took the we just took the part where they wear actual animal heads and skins and turned it into a, a what's the word wait i know the word what's the word for when you turn something into a into a business uh, oh my god yeah what's the word uh you 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 You, I completely forgot the word but yeah yeah enterprise they, no you expedite no you exploit no you 
No, no, no. There's, there's a, there's a very, uh, it's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why, why can't this word? Doesn't it's like a tip of my tongue, but. Uh, yeah, 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 it's fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. So they turned Halloween, which was a sacred event, into a, into a business, into yeah. a, something that they can make money out of. And hey, look at the world now. Yeah, I mean, it has become such a lucrative industry. You know, every year the pumpkin in the, the pumpkin market just booms. Yeah, right before Halloween, invest in pumpkin yeah. pumpkin companies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, but it's so interesting to know that that is the actual reason. I didn't know that. I don't think anyone knows that. Exactly. Then there were a few things that I wanted to pull from it. One was the fact that it's the prophecies part. That's such a parallel to um, us wanting to know about astrology and like fortune telling and all of that. Like in, in, in its own Eastern culture, we have our same practices that we sort of look to those things to give us hope for what the future may hold. And they were doing the same thing. <laughs> I think most religions practices and cultures uh in the olden day sort of had a very similar um looking forward trying to predict the future uh looking at the stars or looking at the signs kind of uh vibe going on and i think that's a that's a common a common denominator among most old religions yeah oh my god i found the word the word is commercialized oh how, my god yeah how they commercialized yes. Yes. Or something so sacred and something uh something uh very specific to burning crops and animals as sacrifices to Celtic deities and wearing animal heads and skins is commercialized into a holiday where we give out candy and uh we decorate our houses and paint our faces and Yeah. It's a very fine event. I've always liked Halloween as a kid so I always enjoyed celebrating it. I never got to celebrate it. It's not like I went around a taman going around knocking at all the Chinese aunties' houses and be like, trick or treat. Um, but in its own way, I enjoyed, you know, like the movies that they would start playing, the kind of things that even at home, like you get candies and stuff just in their own house, you know. But it was always a fun thing. And like I, Disney. Yeah, yeah, and Disney the, channels used to like only play like all this Disney theme. Then the villains have their own movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was, you know, you know, there was this this one uh, one show. It was like Mickey Mouse's House of Villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where all the all the all the Disney characters come and sit down in one talk show kind of uh, exactly uh, show. like I, an I, I Oscar awards like that, and they all sit yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like at the end, the villains have a plan, and then they take over. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> kind of cute. So they, they play movies like uh, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Yes. And like a bunch of other things. Like. Oh my god. Name me a better crossover than that movie. La. <laughs> you had, Wait, there was a crossover? No, no, but you had everybody there. You had Belle. You had... Um, oh, you're talking about the Mickey Mouse's yeah, House of Villains. Yeah. It was so good. Oh my god. I want to go and rewatch it tonight. <laughs> oh, they're very funny. Yeah, but you know what mm-hmm. we should do? Mm-hmm. We should do like a a live reaction kind of episode, which is a video episode where it's just you and I watching the movie and reacting to it. Oh my god! Like we, oh, you know what we should do? We should open a Twitch account, dude. We should start streaming whenever we have the time. 
we need to start making videos and posting them on YouTube first before we can start streaming and and getting an audience on Twitch on Twitch and other stream platforms. Yeah. Fair enough. Then really we have the we have the time we have the the opportunity and the platform for us to plan and figure it out. And if if this is something that you would like to see us do, please let us know because that will be a big motivation for us uh to pursue. Yeah. And uh, anyway, back to the episode. So you and I decided that we wanted this episode to be a Halloween themed episode. So what I did was I just looked up like Halloween related questions, like conversation questions. So I'm going to ask Yuvan questions and he's going to answer me <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. Thanks for just throwing that on me, but okay. <laughs> so the first question, how is Halloween celebrated in your country? I think we kind of <laughs> answered that question. Yeah. What the hell it's banned in this country. But in our own way, I mean realistically, we have nights of rights. Nights of rights is one of the biggest things that we, we we do to celebrate it. And other than that, it's I suppose just being in university and having our own like house parties or um school events. And that's where I feel like the only place where they actually celebrate it and in probably in offices, you know, where you would gather and there would be in not even in high school, right? I don't remember anything so much in high school, but It's always just the it's it's always celebrated for the fun of it for the fun of dressing up in costumes. The first time I actually celebrated and dressed up for Halloween was last year in my university where we had like a ghost house and everything and I dressed up as a skeleton and Asha dressed up as a zombie ballet dancer and a bunch of us just went around through the uh, horror house together and all but I think that's what it boils down to. We don't take it too seriously here, but in its own way, at least we embrace the the nice of the niceness of it. It's like Christmas, you know. Yeah. Last year, I went as season two's Joey Tribbiani. How do I not know about this? How do I? Not? I don't know. I thought I thought you would know about it, but it was not a big thing. It was just like we just dressed up for fun and all that. But yeah, I think you know what. Um, in my life, what I'm going to do is, I mean, what I would like to do is make it a make it a custom, make it a tradition where we we celebrate Halloween. We do we decorate our houses, we pick out costumes, and we just meet up and like play games or whatever. Like we just do whatever we do, but make it Halloween themed. You'll have Halloween themed games. You know. The the real question is Halloween is coming up and maybe we should start messaging the group to do that this weekend. <laughs> I was actually talking to Lena about it, but uh, because uh, all of us are kind of like separated. I mean, I'm talking about Lena because she's in KL. Yeah. So uh, she she uh, suggested having a game night online where we all wear costumes and play Halloween related games. Yeah, that would be cool. But anyway, back to the episode. Uh, <laughs> second question. Second question. Yeah. How do you feel about Halloween celebrations? Do you think of it as an alien import, an alien importation from another culture, or do you enjoy it? I enjoy it. I definitely enjoy it. I don't think there's anything, there's any practice in an, a religion that I look at as an alien import. <laughs> I think coming from 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 a country like Malaysia, where even if it's a different religions festival like hari raya we participate we get involved and we go to all the different uh, open houses and celebrate together as one yeah i think probably that's the the cultural lens that has been implanted onto us yeah. that's probably why we don't alienate it from ourselves exactly but that's a but the problem is that also we come in malaysia itself there's a bunch of conservatives who are not about that you know that they do look and alienate it 
they're like you're not christian why are you celebrating this in in uh, why are you so influenced by the western culture and this that and everything <sighs> don't get me wrong but i don't think that's a malaysian problem i think that is a malay no, no, problem no. <laughs> I don't I I just don't want to point fingers love. I want I mean to... we agreed to be real on this podcast and we have been very real on the podcast and what you just told me just now about uh the perspective of Halloween that the the what was the name of the organization uh, Fatwa the national Fatwa. fuck fukma fuck what <laughs> uh oh shit wait let me just what the hell How is it? Oh, the fatwa, the National Fatwa Council. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, I, maybe it was wrong of me to um generalize it to Malays in general, but yeah. I think there is just a small group of conservatives that uh, to look at it like it's haram la, right? Yeah. Just a quick segue, right? I'm just I just saw the article i'm reading this paragraph but just hear it okay earlier this month the national fatwa council ruled that touching dogs is un-islamic in response to an event called i want to touch a dog in banda utama the the event gave muslims a chance to stroke dogs and act traditionally seen as unclean people who took part in the event followed religious cleansing rituals after being in contact with dogs there was an event held for muslims about being able to touch dogs in the in a halal form and the fatwa council decided to rule make their own rulings who are they why are you all like this what <laughs> interesting group of people i mean uh it's nice to be able to learn their perspectives i guess yeah but oh <laughs> my god we'll we'll have to get back to the fatwa council on another episode la but um yes <laughs> what was that question yeah What symbols, animals, or beings are associated with Halloween? I think that's a pretty straightforward question. Um, bats, bats, pumpkins. Oh wait, pumpkins. Yeah, and a pumpkin is a symbol, right? Yeah, pumpkin uh, is a symbol. Vampires, ghosts, uh, any kind of zombie, uh, undead creature. What are the animals are associated with Halloween? I can't really think of anything besides bats. Dogs, wolf. Wolves, yeah, like werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> I did better than Hermione yeah, in Harry Potter: Prisoner of Azkaban. Fair, fair. She did a pretty shitty job. But did you know that the first jack o' lanterns that came about in Halloween were actually mm. turnips and not pumpkins? Oh, really? Yeah. So how did they switch from turnips into? I have no idea. Pumpkins, but it started oh. off as turnips. Very interesting. Very very interesting. <laughs> Fourth question: What costumes do people wear for Halloween? Oh, baby, this is uh, this is where you and I shine. Yes. We are like the the fashionistas of the Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Self-proclaimed fashionistas of the Halloween world. Yes. It's not like we've only been to one Halloween event in our entire lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've prepared our whole lives for this moment right here. Um, I think. Okay, lah. What's what's your goal? What's your dream outfit? Like your dream Halloween outfit. That was what I was just about to ask you. Like instead of asking what Halloween people wear, yeah, what would we wear? I don't know. I feel like I'm very um, open-minded about things. I would, I would love to try cat suits, and go as like cat, cat woman. woman. Yeah. Or like Elastigirl. Oh my god, Elastigirl. 
Yeah, I think man. my my goal, like my ultimate dream, would be to go as Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. The other uh, yesterday or day before, um, no, no, last week I think. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens posted her cat Catwoman outfit with the whip and everything. Oh boy, whew! What a what a what a well put together woman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, lah. Like, childhood crush, high school musical vibes. Um. Okay. I, I mean. Think Yeah. What is your uh, costume like, go to costume? I think mine would be I would always want to go as like an animal dude. like being able to like I'm not just like subtly you know but like a full on wolf outfit. Like I don't know why. Like just something that's non-human. Or maybe or, or if not it's like a like a Dracula. Maybe I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh We are going to do it, guys. One day you will see a post of Dracula and Catwoman. Yeah. Modern day Dracula wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. Because <laughs> is it even a Halloween costume if it doesn't have leather or latex? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's just an excuse for people to carry out their fetishes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know what? I, I I was about to say that I wanted to go as Uchiha Itachi with the whole. Clock, you know the, the the clock with the red clouds, the Akatsuki clock. But yeah. then I realized that's more of a, that's more of a anime con, yeah, yeah kind yeah. of uh, costume. Right? Fair enough. Yeah, we got to somehow steer like like uh, manage to segregate our our fantasy dressings into those categories. <laughs> yes, you can't like use them all in one go. Yeah, to, like, wear different things. What else would you wear for Halloween? I think. Oh, dude! The other one is easy, dude. The Harry Potter uh, outfit. Wait, you, what do you mean by Harry Potter? Like outfit? a wizard, like, like a wizard, like a robe and yeah. have a wand. Yeah. Oh my god! If I if I had the chance, I w- I would get like a, a a latex mask and go as Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I go. Harry Potter is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird that that was as realistic as it was? Yeah. Harry <laughs> <laughs> Potter is dead. Oh, I think God. I do a a a sick Severus Snape. Huh. Open your books to page nine hundred and twenty-three. <laughs> Take out your wand, Potter. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! Oh, I'm impressed. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Moving okay. on to the fifth question: Is there any special food associated with Halloween in your country? Mm. Well, there isn't. But what would we appoint as a Malaysian Malaysian substitute for candy? Oh, dude! Because I, I mean, candy is the obvious food. Uh, right? I thought like, I was going to change it up and say like nasi lemak, but make it Halloween. You know. <laughs> How are you going to make nasi lemak Halloween? Oh, you said. Oh, you can you can call it like the sambal is like blood. Yeah, sambal is like blood. They can't release his bones. And then you put the egg. You know how you cut like one quarter of the egg, but you put it upside down so it's all white. Then you take like something black and make make it look like a pupil, so it looks like there's an eye. Oh my lemak. god! Yeah, Halloween themed nasi lemak. Let's go lah. Let's go lah. What are we doing lah? We should just be party planners at this point. <laughs> <laughs> We throw an amazing Halloween party, but what? What about candy though? What about like candy? Malaysian, there's so many kueh mui. 
it's it's very hard for me to envision it right now because a lot of the quests come out during specific festivals hmm i can't think of anything i can think of only 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 yeah it's my favorite quest really yeah oh, that's pretty cool my favorite quest i guess like i guess you can call it a quest not really a quest but a snack is like pulot pulot inti with the brown <gasps> coconut oh, brown yeah, sugar yeah, coconut yeah 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 oh my god that is good that is good stuff yeah, that shit gold sometimes amma makes it mm-hmm. and amma make like a whole a whole con- like a whole bowls worth of like not a small bowl but like big container worth of pulot with the coconut sugar thing yeah and you'll just see me sitting in front of the tv eating that shit like go- gobbling it down gobbling jesus is that a word yeah gobbling so <laughs> <laughs> Just like I was thinking, Halloween should I make a pun? Goblin it down, goblin it down. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, okay. So man. sixth question. Apart from trick or treat, do you know any or any? Do you know of any other Halloween activity? Uh, I do love. They are not very halal. They are all very sex related. <laughs> Hmm. Shed some light on eleven yeah, o'clock. Well, I don't know lah. With Amma all probably listening the episode, maybe not. But it's other than okay lah. But realistically, like I'm gonna think about this at Ratsi probably. Other than trick or treats, I think another tradition that people follow is, um, embracing the idea of the afterlife, and you know, like there's that what was that movie Coco. Yeah 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 the yeah. the one where he goes to the the land of the day. Oh my god I love that movie. Lena was the one who told me about that movie but then I watched it by myself much later. There's like a really cute song in it to you make me un poco loco poquititito loco. Yeah 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 un poco loco. But like that that's another thing the culture about Halloween that I really appreciate like it's so cool to my laptop just died but it's okay um <laughs> well like it's so cool to see them you know like make uh allow the idea you know of the dead and then them serving them and all because that's a culture that even we practice here locally like every time uh, it's a, like a year anniversary or if it's a hungry festival ghost. like deepavali yeah or even yeah in in buddhism and all the hungry goes and everything like we feed them we pray to them we get we ask for their blessings It's it's I it's a very cool culture. It's a very I don't know how to say like uh, to me I get it's amazed at the fact that uh in eastern culture where we think that we have the origins of it and then there's the western culture that we both separately discovered these things on our in our own understandings and we have our own practices but as a big picture they all kind of the same thing. <laughs> the fact is we are looking at one thing from different angles. So when you when you can only see through a small gap, you only see one side of things. Yeah. But if you can find a way to look at it from a third person, from an eagle's eye view, point of view, then you will realize it's all just the same, one and the same. And that's how you set aside your differences. But somehow humanity is struggling with that, and uh, we'll let humanity figure that out. Um. But uh, you know what? It's it's funny you mentioned the the movie uh, Coco. Yeah. Is it called Coco? Yeah, yeah, it's called Coco. Because I just like uh, about a week ago, I think two weeks ago, I told Lena that if we were to ever have a son, that it's no debate, no argument. I'm going to uh, dress him up as uh, the the 
little boy from the movie oh my god yeah the one where after he goes to afterlife right <laughs> <laughs> if if he decides to identify by that gender and but i think when you're that age uh, i think we should let a, a child decide what gender he would like to be at the age of 18 something that i read on twitter was uh, you know m what's her name amrata what's what's her full name yeah yeah amrata emily ratajowski emily ratajowski is that her name yeah like uh, she she was saying how uh, because she's pregnant now and she and uh, people are asking her uh what 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 are you uh, expecting what do you want it to be like what gender do you want it to be and she says uh, she doesn't really uh, want a specific gender and for that matter she, she will let the child decide when he or she is or they is a turns 18 for themselves what gender they would like to be and i thought that's that's pretty cool like if you can find a way to educate your child about the different sexualities and the different genders and the entire spectrum and allow them the space yeah. to figure it out for themselves at the right age i think that's a pretty cool thing but it's going to be tricky la exactly. very tricky la i think yeah i think it's very important that we allow them to do that but it i would have to agree that it's very complicated because of how much it's very it's new territory it's thing it's things that we have never done before it's things like and it's and gender and sexuality something that's so broad and open that this there's so much to cover and it you know it it makes it hard but i guess it's just like how you would want to teach religion you know it's that you they shouldn't be confined to a certain religion they should yeah. see something that they want to practice and allow them to do that so it's the same thing i guess correct i think that the child should be exposed to the, the all the different teachings teachings from all different religions all different sexualities yeah. they need to be they need to be given sex education and gender education I think that's kind of a necessity for a child at the right age to yeah. learn because I think if we had learned that we'd have we would have transitioned into a a slightly more progressive society much faster exactly you know exactly information is the biggest asset for mankind and I think being able to be exposed to this kind of stuff and you know like if we we learned it the hard way we learned it through being able to, like being out of form and then being exposed to different cultures and friends who come from all over the place that's how i came across to all of these things and and learned my way through it but being but imagine just thinking that you know if we were exposed to it much sooner where would we would end up now you know like how ahead we would be but it's a learning process but still see, let's not digress too far from the no but just just before just before going yeah. on, let's add one more thing you realize that it's not just that but is that we live in a society that that they given us no choice but to conform with their norms and their perceptions of gender rights only men or a male or female yeah and uh, their perception of norms of sexuality as well where you have to be heterosexual you know yeah and we lived like that we had no choice but to live like that we we grew up like that and somehow found our way out of that cage yeah you know and uh, this isn't the only problem i feel that could affect a child like um if my ch- like if i were to teach my child this and you know he he or she or they were to grow up in this kind of environment that uh, they have been given the opportunities to learn about different sexualities and different genders but the the problem doesn't stop there when you go to school or when you go out there will there will be a certain norm especially in a place in place like malaysia right yeah they may not fit in with society and that 
although to us may seem not like a like not a big deal it can be a big prob- a problem for a child that is developing yeah you know and as of now the the fix that lina and i thought is uh probably the most suitable is to enable the open mindedness of all of this uh, all of this uh, sex education and gender education within the home itself as in a- any solution to a problem starts with your home so you need to have a more open home a more accepting home where the child can feel comfortable at uh, where he, where he lives with his with his parents or with his or her or they or their parents yeah you know and uh, yeah i just wanted to like uh, slot that in i think there was a a good a good opportunity for me to yeah. to give to say out loud what i what i think can be done and if you have your own ideas you know if you're listening and you you have thought about this before and you have have a certain idea on how we can implement this in our society and for the next generation to come for our children and their children please let us know like you know um call send us a dm on twitter instagram tweet tweet us you know anything i think we would very much love to hear your thoughts on this for sure you know this this is actually quite funny i'm i'm, I'm very sorry but i no, have to like no, 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 uh, just slot this in a uh, very small tangent but the idea of halloween uh, appeals to me because it is uh, an event where you don't have to conform to a specific gender role especially I mean at least from my perception yeah. i've always saw halloween as as an opportunity for me to decide to dress up as whatever i wanted to be be it an animal be it a dude be it a girl it didn't matter you know yeah i could very freely ex- express my my gender my identity and whatever it is and i thought that's pretty cool for uh, to be give to for to give people a chance to explore that i think so too i think that ex- when it comes to these festivals that you know that they no longer that they look at it as a costume it allows them the freedom to express how we want to express ourselves and regarding like the the issue and like you know being able to uh identify ourselves and and figure out how we want to go about our religion and sexuality you know there's something that i want to touch on but i want to read up and study more about it before i get back to it so i'm going to write that down and we will get back to that in a future episode the i want to talk about how the home can impact the development of children and teenagers and crime rates and all of that because i actually been like studying about that thing for a while now for an article but i want to get that on an episode uh of oh. how much a home can ep- impact um a person's outcome in life but uh, i think there i think that there is a very good opportunity for you coming up uh, to to talk about this yeah <laughs> so anyway moving back uh, to the episode i think so the last question is where do you think the the halloween tradition started i think we just covered that when we yeah. looked up the history <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much it for the halloween questions do you have any thing that you have kind of been intrigued about or that you've always felt like asking about halloween but never really had the answers to uh no but the thing is right i think that something that has changed my perspective on on no i wouldn't say it's halloween la but it's halloween themed i guess like of horror you know like i've always been afraid of watching horror films and and i've always stayed away from it i think lena knows when she used to drag me for like feel like the nun and everything i hated it i hated every bit of it but the one thing that changed my perspective was actually that show the the haunting of hill house and the haunting of blime and they put a different take on what horror is and on what 
um like spirits and all are that makes it a lot more comfortable to watch and i appreciate the idea of that it's almost as if i appreciate the afterlife where it's just people who could not find peace in their present lives you know and and i love the way they portray that in the movie and it's not as scary as it is and if you haven't checked it out please do check it out it's one of the best shows there is on netflix i really enjoyed it <laughs> yeah i thought i thought it was pretty good too you know uh lena was the one who recommended it to me after watching it and upon watching it i i initially expected it to be um this is because i hadn't watched uh, the haunting of hill house which is the prequel to the haunting of bly manor but yeah. i started watching the bly manor first and uh, my initial expectation was for it to be full of jump scares and like any other typical typical horror movie or horror show right yeah and i i i don't like that i don't like cheap jump scares and they just like put all kinds of effects just to make you uh, jump off your seat you know while some people find that thrilling i've i've always had a what's the word uh, there's something that always appealed to me that is the psychological aspect and the humanization aspect of horror yeah and we get that in uh, the haunting of bly manor because we see that these ghosts are not just demons or things that want to kill you but they are people you know they used to be people and they have and they are souls right yeah and is a lot more adult in terms of a horror movie i guess exactly it's not the kind of things that when you go to bed at night they scare you they you're afraid but rather something to actually think about something to actually reflect on on your own life and think that is this how i want to live my life you know because what if it ended today will i be at peace at how things are you know and and That those are things I want to enjoy. Like would I want to be so attached to the materials in life? Like you know like I don't spoil the movie for y'all but oh my god. Check it out if you haven't. Yeah, yeah the show had fantastic cinematography. Yeah. Yeah, the the music was excellent. The acting was excellent. All the people they cast were excellent. Oh I god. just had one thing that I felt like saying about it yeah. which is I felt that like it was a little bit derivative of The Haunted Mansion from uh, the Disney in the old days. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. it it felt like uh the adult version of the haunted mansion which isn't a bad thing you know yeah. it's not a bad thing at all overall i would say it was perfectly splendid perfectly <laughs> splendid <laughs> movie reference intended <laughs> with that guys this episode also has been perfectly splendid and we wish you a happy halloween um have fun dress up you know have our own covid-19 pandemic version of the halloween <laughs> And yeah. Take care guys. Till tomorrow. Cheers. Till tomorrow guys. Cheers. Cheers.